You're listening to Radio Foul. Welcome to Surprise Saturday. Something different and unexpected every week. Tune in every Saturday for a surprise. This week, it's the original pilot episode of Foul After Dark featuring Callum and Jamie from Ringsiders Pod. Why Chris Jericho is the talk of the town. Video version available at youtube.com slash foulorigionalwrestling. Weird foul, you're recording through Skype. Anyway, this is fun for you when you're editing later. Uh, there you go. You're happy? I'm happy. Talk to myself. Anyway. Uh, so, you've, uh, you've stumbled onto Sat Surprise. Now, Sat Surprise has been going on for the past few weeks now, hopefully, fingers crossed, and I was really, really lucky to get a chance to record with some of the boys from Ringsiders. Thank you for, for popping my cherry. And I'll, um, I'll be honest, I am thrilled to be here. Uh, I'm a little disappointed. My agent said it was after dark, so I was expecting some kind of porno shoot, but... <laughs> I'm here now, so let's rock and roll. What what will happen is um, later on this evening, um, a man in black will turn up with a milk tray for you. And all because the lady loves Cadbury's milk tray. So just wait on that. Just wait on that. Yeah. The problem is obviously social distancing. Thing is, it's social distancing, so we will pop it on. They'll ring the letterbox and it'll run away. It's knocked all run, but in a fun way. Um, I'm fine with that. And we're recording a brand new series called Foul After Dark. Hashtag FAD. Um, this is the latest fad for you. Um, today, we're going to be kind of breaking down something that I spoke about on the Weekly Wrestling Recap um, a few weeks ago. And it's about Chris Jericho. Uh, so yeah, this week on Foul After Dark, and something that I think we're going to try and do on a regular basis is I want to kind of expand the, I'm the question. I'm whiskey if that helps. Uh, well, I'm straight edge, so you know. <clears throat> See, and this is the perfect combo. Uh, so, and I am souped up with a ridiculous amount of coffee right now. Um, yeah, so I, I wanted to kind of talk about Chris Jericho. Now, Chris Jericho um, has a platform, a massive platform. He has the web of Jericho, he has the podcast, and of course, he just has a voice which people listen to. Now, I want to start with you, Jamie, if we can. Um, and, you know, obviously, there's almost like a tradition of people leaving the WWE and then going onto the Jericho podcast. I wanted to kind of ask you, why do you think that is? I think uh, Chris Jericho, I put him up there with at The Rock. He has that mainstream appeal. I think these guys know going on there, they're going to get heard, they're going to get the point across. I mean, I'm currently, I actually pressed pause uh, before we're recording. I'm listening to his uh, recording of the revolt, the revival. I don't know what I'm allowed to call them. Am I going to get sued? What am I calling them? Are they the revival? The revolt? The revolt, yep. Revolt. Right. And uh, it's it's that mainstream appeal. Chris Jericho is a rock star. He's, a, he's a, one of the greatest of all time. I believe he does a bit of acting. So everyone knows who Jericho is. If you go on his show, people are going to want to listen. And he's going to get you over. And I'm, I'm terrified I'm going to get a cease and desist now because I've called them the revival. But... That, that, that's pretty much my opinion. I, I know Callum's 
more educated on the world of Chris Jericho than I am, but I just think he has that mainstream... Yeah, I put him up there with The Rock. He has that mainstream appeal. I agree with Jamie. Chris Jericho has that mainstream appeal, but it's also that he's one of the most respected peers as well. Like, if you you find somebody backstage who doesn't have respect for Chris Jericho, find somebody backstage who didn't want to be Chris Jericho when they were younger. This is a guy who completely gets the wrestling business, and I think he knows the right questions to ask as well as a performer. So if you go on the Chris Jericho podcast, he's going to get your story out there. He's going to ask you the right questions. He's not going to throw you under the bus. Uh, any any podcast I've listened to of Jericho, he's, he's always just asked them the questions they're comfortable with. But because they feel comfortable talking to Chris Jericho, they always open up and they'll tell you about the time in WWE. They'll tell you what they want to do in the future. And that, to me, is because they respect Chris Jericho. It's not like, uh, yeah, we're, we're a podcast too, but you're not going to find the revolt coming on Ringsider's podcast. You, they're going to want to go to that platform which reaches as many people as possible as many people as possible, and with somebody with that name value of Chris Jericho, there's no better combination. And to me, yeah, he's, it's just a respect thing. He's, he's got the platform and the want to be on Chris Jericho's podcast to get the story out there to as many people as possible. Absolutely. I mean, it's something that, I mean, I would, I would disagree with you guys putting yourself down. I mean, there would always be a chance the revolt would come and see you guys. I mean, they're, <laughs> they're directing their own narrative they're choosing their own narrative, and it's something that we could easily talk about. The stuff that's happening with EC3 and his connection to the revolt, which just happened today. I don't want to delve too deeply into that. Um, but if you're listening to After Dark, then this is something that these guys chew on every single day over on Ringsiders uh, Roundup. So this is probably something that they will talk about in time. But there's something that like is just so otherworldly about Jericho. Like he's been there all the time and just as you're saying Callum and just as you're saying Jamie he is that rock star like he's the wrestler that a lot of wrestlers when they got into the business wanted to be you know you look at someone like Omega you look at Kenny Omega and I think he's probably the biggest example of this now when I first really discovered Omega um, was probably around the time like he was blowing up massively in the elite and stuff and the similarities between his story and Jericho's story both from essentially the same town, both essentially went the same route. The only left turn in their life was that Omega didn't choose the WWE. And but other than that, they're very similar that a lot of people respect that and the respect that he has gone on that journey. Um, but the other thing that I kind of wanted to bring and ask you guys was You're listening to Foul After Dark on Surprise Saturday here on Radio Foul. Do you that it's appropriate that Jericho is in that position. And I want to start with you this time, Callum, because it was almost puts him in a weird position. People come to him, and now obviously he's outside of WWE as their, and I called it their exit interview. So do you think that's appropriate for him? Yeah, I do, because I think Chris Jericho, as a, a brand of his own, is kind of above... And not above wrestling, but he's in a position where he's well-known enough and established enough to be his own brand, separate from wrestling too. So you're not just doing a podcast with a, uh, a, a, with a wrestling podcast. You, you're doing a, a podcast with a separate entity, a separate brand, which is Chris Jericho. He's not just going to talk to you about wrestling. He's going to talk to you about music and everything in between. 
So I think it separates him enough from wrestling that he can do that wrestling exit interview, but also make it completely different at the same time. I don't think it would work for anybody else, if you ask me. I don't think it would work for like even like a, a Colt Cabana, who was a big name in wrestling. I think he have to be Chris Jericho. And I, I can't say I've thought about this before until you've actually brought this up today, Fowl. But Chris Jericho is in a special position. And I don't think anybody else has that or will have that for a long time. And I can't put my finger on why, but there's something about Chris Jericho which just makes it like, okay, so this person's left the WWE. And the first thing you say is, oh, I can't wait for them to go on Jericho's podcast. But because you know he's going to ask the right questions, I think. You know he's going to get the, the story you want to hear. And he's going to get that soundbite, which is going to get all the views. And for me personally, I, I can't wait for him to interview Heath Slater, somebody who you know wasn't used a lot in WWE correctly, if you ask me. I can't wait to hear what Heath Slater has to say. But I don't think anybody else would get the, the true story out of him other than Chris Jericho. Well, actually, that, that's great. Like that, let's, let's push on to the next part of this, because I think, Jamie, you could probably answer the next bit of this, because Callum's got that. I think that with this, you're talking about you know, a very unique position. And do you think, and I want to kind of follow on from Jamie, uh, sorry, from Callum's point there, do you think there is anybody else outside of wrestling, maybe? that you would compare to Jericho in that kind of same vein, you know, like, I mean, thinking about podcasters out there, I'm thinking about, uh, I can't think of any names, but you know, someone in the mainstream that could do the same kind of job. I, I don't think so. No, I think he literally has it all. Like Callum said, he, he won't just talk wrestling. He'll talk to you about music. And I mean, you look at his podcast. He's had, he, he did one of the very last interviews with Lemmy, um, who is God to me. Um, but then I saw a week later, he's got Bigfoot researchers on and UFO experts, and he transcends every genre. Um, so he's going to get you. He's going to get you across, and he's going to get you over. People are going to be like, "Oh, these people that aren't necessarily wrestling fans are going to know who you are once you've been on Talkies Jericho." Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy got a fucking scarf over. He's going to get you over on his podcast. So I think, yeah, I think he's the perfect guy. The guy got a clipboard and a pen over. I mean, come on, like... A, a clipboard and a pen, which I bought from WrestleMania Access and paid $30 for. Like... I, <laughs> like and he wonders, he wonders why you can't feed himself. That's why, Colin. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. He's going around. You got, he's the kind of guy, Jericho, I could imagine, yeah. Like, his wife sends him to the shops and he's like... Go and buy some milk and eggs. That's all I want is milk and eggs, yeah. He comes back with a variety of different things. And she's like, what's that for? Oh, it's, it's gimmick stuff for later on. <laughs> I just I just saw this, like, this celery, and I've got a really good idea. I've got an amazing idea. Like, are we eating it? No, 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 no. Get celery over next week. Um, and he will. He will. That's he, how will. He, will. he would get like, a celery over. Like, I want Jericho to, uh, to like, be in charge of, like, Minute Maid orange juice or something. Yeah, like I want him to be the face of orange juice because he'd get it over. Like, and you know, like obviously that in AEW would probably go to Orange Cassidy, but I'd like Jericho to do it just to mess with him a little bit. Like, just make it a storyline, kind of like the um the one that uh, Kurt Angle and Edge had, like about you know the Japanese hair thing yeah. they had like hair commercial way back. I would love to see that as a gimmick and Jericho lose that to Orange Cassidy. But Orange Cassidy doesn't care. Um, a great feud. I mean, can you we appreciate the fact that not that long ago, Chris Jericho was having a mini feud with a fucking drone. I mean, he was getting Vanguard over. 
And it was comedy gold. The guy can do everything. I love that. Like, I love that we all have the Chris Jericho. It's probably one of the major reasons why we listen to his podcast. The second that that um, Revolt podcast came out, I listened to it on the way to the shops. And there were a few podcasts out there that I'll listen to like a few days later. Um, but with him, I always listen to it like the second it drops because it's like it's as you said, Jamie. Um, there is so much more there. He doesn't just talk about wrestling. He talks yeah. about so many different topics that you tune in on a week, you might get a wrestler. You tune on another week, you might get like a Bigfoot investigator. Tune on another week, he might be talking about the the NASA pictures that have just been released. Can I just, just say one of my favorite episodes is like you said, he speaks to a variety of people. And I have a vendetta against flat earthers because they're my biggest peeve in life. And he did this interview where he interviewed Mark Sargent, who is a renowned flat earther and idiot. And he um, he spoke to him and he does it in such a way that he was actually like saying to Mark, yeah, you're actually convincing me a little bit here, you know, great argument. You knew he thought it was bullshit, but Chris Jericho managed to buddy up to him so much that Max Argent was just spewing everything out and opening up to him. I was like, that's and a I, brilliant interviewer. I can confirm as well, Fowl, I've been sat in the pub next to Callum while he has been arguing on Twitter <laughs> with a variety of flat airfers all at the same time. I've debated You're still getting so. more and more pissed as the night goes on, and he's arguing <laughs> with all these flat airfers. It's the greatest thing you'll ever experience. This year is either how you get AJ Styles on the podcast or how you never get AJ Styles on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would have a de- I would have a debate on flat Earth, and it's just like I'm not worth it. But like, uh, hopefully, you guys will see that in video. Uh, <laughs> You're listening to Radio Foul. I wanted to kind of like look at trying to wrap this up, but yeah, really good. Like, and this is kind of a thing where I was looking with it, like very, very interesting. Um, I wanted to kind of look at Jericho, like, and what we think that he might do in the future, because the one thing that you've got to give him is that he's a visionary. Like he looks at things differently. And whenever you, almost whenever you see him go into a business, you kind of like, oh, but why? Like, there's something going on there, like, the Pineapple Pete thing. Or the second he starts talking about Pineapple Pete, you're like, but why? And in his mind, and you don't even think about it, you're like, he's like, I'm going to have a feud with this dude. Like, yeah. I've seen that guy for one second. I'm making a joke about him. He's now over. Sugar Dunkerton, massively over his Pineapple Pete. He's got a whole thing. And then yesterday on Dynamite, he gave him a little shove. Feud is on. The feud yeah. is on. So what do you think that, where do you think Jericho will go next? Like, he's done wrestling. He's done wine, champagne. Um, he's done everything. What, what, what do you think is his next like thing? What do you think he could easily go next? I'm going to start with Jamie. I think whatever he wants. I, I think he's that kind of guy that whatever he puts his mind to, he's going to do. I mean, he's acted. He's a rock star. I think. I mean, he's 50 years old this year as well. Let's not forget that. So he hasn't got you know potentially hasn't got many years left in the wrestling business. I think he's going to be a rock star until he's in his, well into his 60s. But I think he could do whatever he wants. And like you talk about his podcast, he's almost, it's almost like he's got his own TV talk show on a podcast. You know, you, you see in America, like you have like the late night and a Conan O'Brien and all that kind of stuff. I think Chris Jericho could very easily 
have his own TV talk show and have guests from all different genres, you know, music, television, the lot. And he's he's just that good. I think he's a lot. Again, I go back to the Rock. I think he's a lot like the Rock. I think Chris Jericho puts his mind to something, and Chris Jericho makes that happen. Yeah. And I, I, whatever he wants to do, he's going to do. And he should come on Ringsiders and Foul Original as well, um, if he's uh, listening to this. I mean, of course he's listened to this. He would have uh, definitely be one of my $1 Patreons, I'm assuming. I mean, obviously. Servine uh, uh, has subscribed, yeah. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I'd be like, I'd be like, I'd be more disappointed if the whole family didn't do it, though. Like, I'd want all of them. I'd like, I want all of the kids to be like, why are you doing this, Dad? Why are you following this dude? I don't know, but he's going to be a big thing. Um, $1 from them. But I'd want $1 Canadian, because I think it's worth more. It's worth more, yeah. Uh, anyway, anyway, um, same yeah, same question to you then, Callum. What do you? Where do you think Jericho's going to go next? I personally think he sticks around in AEW for about another three years. Personally, I think he's going to help it become an established uh, alternative. I don't like the word uh, second promotion or like I, they're not trying to beat WWE. They want it to be an alternative, and I think having that Chris Jericho name establishes it as an alternative and a legitimate alternative, because realistically, without Chris Jericho, I don't think it would have been taken as seriously from the start. So you start a company with Chris Jericho, you start with some legitimacy. And I think that's what he's doing right now, is helping build up AEW. So in a few years' time, he might decide that he wants to go back to WWE. That might be where he wants to wrap it up. And that might be where he sees his home, because let's face it, he is a future Hall of Famer. So that might be where he ends up. But for now, I don't think he has any other goals in mind other than AEW. And that's exciting for me because I like to know he's 100% in. I want him to be around for a while. There's so many people he could feud with. And like you said, he all he did was say Pineapple Pete once. And now everybody knows who Pineapple Pete is. It, he got him over with one name. And that's just the, the value of Chris Jericho. Wherever he goes next, it's... It, he's going to have a lot of eyes on him because if he does go back to WWE, he'll be a different Chris Jericho. We don't have the same Chris Jericho week to week. Imagine what it's going to be like in three years' time. Like, who are we going to be watching? It's going to be a completely different Chris Jericho, and I can't wait. So, yeah, if you ask me, I think he sticks around in wrestling for at least another five years or so, and at least another three years in AEW. So, yeah, I'm, I can't wait. Surprise, you're listening to Foul Original from Foul After Dark on Surprise Saturday here on Radio Foul. Well, that was the first ever Fouls After Dark. Wait, Foul After Dark? Wait, I'll cut this in later, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was... Actually, you know what? This is probably the point where I go, Foul After Dark, 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 dark. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh... <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you so much, guys. Um, before you go, obviously, where can we find you? Like, what are you up to at the moment? Bearing in mind, this might be released in like a month or so. <laughs> uh, well, you, can find, like... <laughs> you can find myself on Twitter at Hooch McGraw, and you can find me on Instagram also at Hooch McGraw, and you can find Ringsiders on YouTube at Ringsiders Wrestling. So pretty. The way he just says that. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, look at him. And I am on Instagram and Twitter, RedWolfJB. Um, I have nothing else because I don't understand most things. You have to plug your TikTok. Well, I've only got it to watch two people. I don't actually do anything with it. 
<laughs> nah. To be fair, when, so, when someone says plug the TikTok, it sounds rude now. Like, it sounds, <laughs> sounds, <laughs> it's like, it's like... Uh, we basically, we, we interviewed Shazza McKenzie and I said I would get TikTok for her. So I got TikTok for Shazza McKenzie. I will not use it. I do not understand it, but I got it for her. There you go, Shazza. Jamie got TikTok. TikTok. I've never been asked before, where can we find you? It's usually me asking somebody else. So that that means a lot to be able to actually tell someone where they can find me for a change. Thank you. That's true, Callum. How many times have you practiced that and waited to say it? Because that was flawless. That was beautiful. (laughs) Somebody asked me where they can find me. It's so nice. What is this? (laughs) (laughs) So excited about that. He's so pleased with himself. You know what, you're like, I've been on I've been on a lot of shows. We're just gonna keep this all in the edit screw. I've been on a lot of shows and the amount of times that we've had to redo theirs. So we've had to redo their their sign off. Like I've just sometimes done it. The amount of times that I've been on a show and someone's like, you hit promote something, I'm like, oh shit, yeah I am. I'm like, wait a second, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm on these places, you can probably have these places. Like it happens all the time. Follow us on social media at Radio Foul. The lines are open and we're awaiting your call. Join us next week for another surprise Saturday. Something different and unexpected every week. This has been a Radio Foul broadcast. Thanks for tuning in and getting on our wavelength. Radio Foul.